What's good, people? It's Shredge. It's Stone. And right now we are on the floor of Meadowlands. We are ready for Kanye live show version four. We've got Roman Polanski in the house. We've got Woody <laughs> Allen. I see Don Jr. running around. It's a Cancel Fest 2021, you know, preparing for the return of our problematic God. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a mixture of the alt-right and hype beasts. You know what I'm saying? They're helping them out with their clothes. They're, the other group is helping out with their politics. It's, it's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? It's how we bring America together. Bro, I do have to say, um, I, I wasn't watching the live stream. I was watching just like on Twitter, like people's reactions. And somebody, you know, after he, he brought out Marilyn Manson and the baby, somebody's like, he's going to bring out the Taliban next. And I, I, <laughs> and I couldn't. I, I was on the floor. I was done. I was done. <laughs> I, I, I saw the one I saw. I saw version number two. And at least that one seemed like a more of a live. He had, he had the fake, you know, all black dancers and, and people walking around and shit. So I don't know. This one looks like it was the fucking house. Basically the worst house party ever. Marilyn Manson <laughs> and the baby. Just chilling out on the porch. That's not really, even before the cancellation, that doesn't seem like a fun time to I, me. I'd be like, what, two, three, two or three years ago, two years ago, you'd be like, oh, that's, that's kind of dope. You yeah. know, like Marilyn Manson was kind of on, on the upswing. The baby was kind of on the upswing two years ago. That would be like the, the bomb ass party, you know. Now it's it's uh you know cancel police. Now now it's like no 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 Instagram no nothing for the gram. Don't post my picture. I might have warrants. You're, you're hiding your information, <laughs> burning your tickets. <laughs> but if you haven't guessed, this is this is our personal favorite episodes. A new Kanye app. Uh, sorry, see, I can't even speak it correctly. A new Kanye album episode. That's right, a very special episode where we, where the problematic God comes down and brings us, usually two, three, four weeks of bullshit hype and fucking publicity stunts, until he releases his new chapter, his new testament, his new album to the masses for them to consume and buy his merch. You know, there's a day. And want to sound old now, where four weeks of Kanye hype was amazing. Good yes. Fridays. Good Fridays. <laughs> Those are good days. Pre-end times was a great like days. The Kanye 50 Cent hype. Yeah. Those were amazing. Those were amazing Those were, times. Life was simpler back then. <laughs> Mom, Pa had the farm. It was great. America was great back then. America was great back then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, and I'm pretty sure our listeners are out there wondering if, if the hype was worth it. If Mike Dean getting a heart attack, if the locks getting flown out on private jet planes, if Kanye just basically living as a, as a stadium hermit, if all this shit was worth it for this, this double album of an opus, and we could emphatically say absolutely fucking not. No, no, nope. no, no. I, I will say this. This is definitely better than Kanye's last album. Yes. But not as good I, as Pablo. Actually, I I will say this much. All right, so we can make an argument about, and personally, I love Jesus, but you can make the argument that Kanye said, if I don't go for Jesus. I would make the argument, though, that even if you're a Jesus hater, at least it was something different. Yeah. Same thing with Pablo. 
Pablo was a fucking mess, but it was a beautiful mess. Oh, yeah. I personally loved it. Yeah. You know, it, it, songs were coming in and out. He was remixing the songs as the album came out. There were a lot of interesting ideas there. I, I have to say, at, in its weird defense, making like a Lecrae gospel album as a big pop star of Jesus is King, even though the album was the definition of mid, at least it was a swing. This just kind of feels like warmed up leftovers. And that's not to say that it's a bad album, but like, like, like I said, there's just nothing new here that's, you know, it just sounds like leftover Kanye beats, long story short. Yeah, and, and that's my biggest problem with the album. Um, I mean, obviously, it being like an hour and 40 minutes is a huge, huge, huge problem. <laughs> um, and, you know, an hour and 40 minutes of mid, it's just... <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> It's like your, your typical next Netflix movie, basically. Um, May, but maybe he was making it Black Church's length. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You, you see? He was just on some, mm. like, if I'm going to take him to church, Black Church, got to be two hours minimum. And, and that's why I stopped going to church. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like the dude when I was a little kid, like, looking at my watch, like, when's this over? When's this <laughs> over? You know? I love my church, though. But, um, but no, like, th- this is definitely, I, I, I will say... I see the vision, but I my my biggest problem is every song sounded the same in a lot of ways. Um, they had the yes. same energy, and I know like the last four songs are basically a version two of the first four or so songs. Um, but I mean for the most part, it was um, organ, it was dark sounds, it was like you know some sparse A O eight beats, and that's pretty much it. And it kind of repeated over and over and over. Um, and, and for an hour and a half, it was just, it was a lot. Um, and I do feel like there's some really good songs in this mix, um, but they just kind of get drowned out. And we'll talk about the features too, because the features I think are like the standout part of this whole album. But again, you know, when you're doing an hour, hour and a half or hour and 40 minutes of just, and you know, pure unmastered, same sounding stuff, everything gets drowned out. And I think that's like the biggest problem here. Like there, there's a album here that I think that could have been a banger. Um, but it's, you know, it's the same Kanye approach as Pablo. And I think Pablo worked (laughs) because it was just like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I think that doesn't work anymore. You know, like Kanye is kind of like, you know, like mismatch and like, I'm going to swap, swap out this first for that first and blah, 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 blah. Um, it just does not work. Um, and it just kind of feels like it just feels, I mean, so scattershot. And I, like part of me just kind of feels sorry for Kanye. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you know? it's, and, and that's the thing going back to like the, the, the word praise of Pablo is Pablo was intentionally messy. So you had like, you know, you, it, he threw a designer song in the middle of the record. You know what I'm saying? It's the songs kind of stop abruptly, kind of come in. There's a lot of weird things happening sonically. What was also weird about this album was the fact of where, beyond the, the fact of in general having like all those songs as a chore, the songs never really ended. It's like the songs sound like you know four or five minute long. Yes. There's no ver- there's no weird breakdowns. There's no crazy like you know there's, there's you know it's. This is basically the most mundane verse, chorus, verse, nothing really special, no real crazy beat switches, where at least Pablo was just like, all right, here's a here's a crazy gospel song that goes into this weird house break that goes into here. This is kind of like you said, the same song kind of over and over again with var- variations of a theme for like an hour and 45. The other thing that kind of shocked me here was that uh, 
a lot of the songs felt like worse versions of songs from his other records. True. So it was just like, if you wanted to like, and like I said, blatantly so, because like, like, so like, sorry. So on this record, you start off, you have like God breathe, right? A blatant, like angry Yeezy song, Yeezy song, basically. You've got Gefelstein doing it. It's all these weird siren ass yelps, but it's not, and again, I'm a person for, I personally like Jesus, but it's not anything special. I'd rather he listen to any of the other Jesus songs. Yeah. You have that Travis Scott song, which sounds like something off Astroworld, but a song that he would even put on Astroworld himself. Yeah. It's like, there's nothing here where it's just like, oh, this is a whole other weird twist turn. You know, there were even a lot of the times where they, he used kind of like this weird, not really weird, but very subtle distorted guitar bass. Like that would kind of kind of come in the background on top of, like you said, the gospel flavorings. But even then, that was like, it's a hell of a life. That was things that he's done already before. So that the thing what kind of was most disappointing here was the fact of where it was just like, it felt like a hard drive dump. He was just like, all right, cool. I've got, you know, I've got 100 beats from these past couple of records that I sold my MacBook. I'm going to grab them. I'm going to justify them, you know, add some little gospel flourishes. And then we'll try to make an album of it. It doesn't really sound like he came in with a purpose. It just kind of like sounds like Kanye by the numbers. And don't get me wrong, Kanye is still a good producer. He still has great eyes. Like it's not a bad album. That's and I guess it go to your point where there's a good album somewhere in here. But it's just like he's not even really trying. It's 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 kind of like the smart kid who's kind of rushing to get their homework done and is getting it into teacher before the fucking you know Simon due date. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, that was yay. Basically, um, that was yeah. this album where the label, according to Kanye, the label just dropped it like he had no, um, you know, real, I guess, like say in when it's going to drop. The label just dropped it. Although I am pro label, though, because like they got to recoup their money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Kanye's been like dancing around this for like three months now. So <laughs> it is what it yeah. is. It is what it is. And I'll even, because thinking about Ye, going back to the idea of where you have like, you know, like swings and the misses, even with Ye, like that first song, I thought about Killing You, where we're talking about basically um, suicidal fascination. Like those are, again, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm saying at least it's experimental. Like him talking to himself about trying to kill himself. That's a, that's a, that's an interesting, that's a, it requires a little bit of thought, not just dragging old fucking hard drive beats you know, having Kirk Franklin there, I don't know if Kirk or Franklin, but you know, having a gospel dude there. Yeah. And it's being like, yeah, how can how can I throw in some organs here to make it sound a little more gospel y? Like that's just kind of fucking lazy. Yeah, no, it definitely and, and also too, I, I also feel like he was also like, we're gonna make it gospel, we're gonna make it arena. Right. And every I and I saw what he was trying to do. Like everything had kinda of had, had epic sound. I feel like he was channeling Phil Collins, like everything <laughs> There's, I I forgot there was like one track out of like the the twenty five that had like the gated drums, you know, like the the Phil Carl Collins gated drums. Like he wanted, you <laughs> <laughs> wanted to make this epic thing, and, and I I understand like that's why he wanted to have arena tours and things like that. But again, like he wanted to make it like five or six or seven times over, um, where it just kind of like it just yeah, it, it felt like the bridge from one song was a separate song, <laughs> you know. And, and that's and that's the biggest problem with, with the, the with the production here. It's just it, it was so like you. I don't think you can get away with it. Um, you know, they're the, the the funniest thing. There's a you know the the Lauren Hill uh, flip. Uh, believe what I say. It's probably my favorite track, but it also feels like it shouldn't be on this album. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. It sounds like something that could have been on Pablo, honestly. Yeah. Like the whole weird chop. That's why I said it's it's it really sounds like just like he just took random songs to different sessions and kind of put it together because you're right. It's it's a great it's a as a beat, it's fantastic. You got this oh, great yeah. little Lauren Hill flip. It's not it's used in a very obvious way, but it's not chopped up obviously. Yeah. There's there's a lot of good things happening there, but where does that song go? That song goes nowhere. It's it's, it's like it's some shit where, you know, you would have imagined it on like uh if they could afford it a lo fi hip hop station. You know what I'm saying? It's just there. Nothing yeah. really gets done with it. But it's also something that could have been graduation too, you know. Mm. <laughs> Very when you true, think true, about true. It. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, but I will have to say, what really was a standout for this album were all of the features. Yes. Um, and you know, like Westside Gun, Five O Foreign, Lil Baby. Um, I I feel like everybody who Kanye recruited to kind of like step up um, on the rap side uh, stepped up. You know, and, yes. and they and they essentially probably have some of the best verses of their career. Um, my quick aside, my personal favorite is Westside Gun, who absolutely did not understand the assignment, who basically <laughs> thank God for for the clip not jamming while somebody's getting shot. <laughs> he was just like, I'm choosing violence. It's like I know it's supposed to be Jesus, but I know my Jesus. You know, we accept everybody in the Church of Kanye. <laughs> You know, what side gun will be saved someday? <laughs> someday. <It's, laughs> while he's mowing his enemies down and, and pushing as much weight as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised that actually, I like that. And maybe that was a label decision. Because like Kanye was like, no, this is not Jesus enough. And like the label's like, <laughs> but it's what side gun. <laughs> it's very Jesus right now. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it reminds me of the, you know how the, the running joke is where you'd have like fucking you know back in the 90s R&B era where it's like cool we'll have we'll, we'll throw in the hot gangster rapper and it's only there like you know you've got like Total singing these beautiful syrupy hooks about falling in love with a man and then somebody comes in on some like yeah I shot him four times in the head <laughs> and, <laughs> and ran him over off the range <laughs> oh man <laughs> Like even Playboy Cardi came off too. Like like the, yeah. the, a lot of the everybody bought their A game except for Kanye. Yeah, except for <laughs> Kanye. Except for Kanye. Like it's it's yeah. I I, I <laughs> and then and the sad thing is with so many tracks and also too and we can talk about this too. Like the features aren't on the Spotify. Yes, so you're, you're, sucks. it's hard to kind of know who is saying what unless you're a true rap fan. I feel like all these features are getting buried. You know, yes. I, I feel like like these are the best features I think I've heard on a hip hop album in a long time. But unless you're really a hip hop fan, you're not going to know who is what. Yeah. It, like going back to the idea of, you know, Westside Gun is big, but there aren't, he's not big. It, yeah. It'd be nice for him to have a featuring Westside Gun. And even then, like the like the, the baby sounds to like get you know they, particularly when you get to the auto tune melodic rappers, I was like, is this the baby or is this Polo G? It took me a second to try to figure out who it is. That would help if you actually put like who's on the fucking songs on the fucking album. You know that would kind of help. Well, I I do know who like what track the baby's on. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't mistake uh, that one. <laughs> uh. And 
but that goes back to the idea of where, like, why would you, and aesthetically, why would you even throw the baby on there? Like, it'd be cool if it was going to be something, like, you know, like, I could imagine, and again, terrible idea, but I could imagine that the baby song and the Marilyn Manson song about forgiveness like, it'd be cool if you had things happening where it's like, oh, we're doing this because there's an aesthetic purpose. Like, there's a place on this album. It felt like you said, it's very much like, I'll call him up. It's like, invite him out. Put a verse on. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. And, and I, you know, I know I've been trying to refrain from, you know, reviewing Kanye the man, you know, versus the album. But, you know, there are a few reviewers who are just like, this is supposed to be in tribute to your mother. And you have like, you know, Marilyn Manson Ooh. on there, you know, Chris Brown was supposed to be on there. You know, you have like <laughs> a lot of people who do not have a great track record with women, you know, um, and even, you know, in defense of Kanye, I feel like Kanye does have a great track record. But like, you know, like you have these people in here uh, who are a little sus. And that's the thing. So Kanye, I remember very much, very much was just like, hey, you know, I push against homophobia, you know, back into graduation era. He was like, you oh, know, yeah. I remember I was, you know, I, I was the one who spoke to my, you know, my, my current in-laws and talked to them, you know, and Caitlin and said, hey, like, you know, let her live her truth. Don't, don't judge. So it's quick from to have a homophobe. And then the other thing that confused me is, so, uh, so this is the Jesus album. Why is Marilyn Manson Yo. on the mix? And again, I, I like here's the thing. So like you know, as as an angsty young white teen, you know, I, I messed with the with the Manson. You know, I understood. You know, <laughs> I, I felt his vibe. But even then, his back because the thing is, what's disappointing about artists like that is the idea of where you know, like I remember Bowling for Columbine. So his thing is very much like, look, I wear this costume. I push against these fucking values because I think a lot of it's bullshit. You know, I don't really believe in Satan, but you know, I'm just saying, you know, evangelical Christianism, all this stuff is fucking hypocritical. So it's weird to have somebody like that on your record about Jesus. Like I said, it, it just and like I said, it's I'm gonna I'm the person where like you said is I'll I'll review the art. So if you're gonna do this for an artistic purpose, tell me. I may not necessarily agree with the fucking politics, but I can rock and roll with the with what's tell me what where's the vision? Where's the vision? Yeah. That's what I wanna see. And the vision being Jesus is cool, but that was Jesus is king. So you're not really doing anything new there either. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and I didn't even think about that. Um, and, and that's the thing, though. I, I feel like a lot of the concept of the album kind of fell through, right? Like, because you start with the Donna chant, right? From from version one, <laughs> from, from track one, and <laughs> probably version one. And you end with, like, Marilyn Manson and the baby, right? I, I feel like there are a lot of choices that were made uh, in the moment. I mean, like, like the locks, which, you know, the locks brought it, right? Like, the, I love that track. Uh, but it was literally, like, I, I see the locks of Versus, <laughs> get them on a plane, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, and I feel like the whole concept of Donda, just as you listen more and more and more, like, I get it, but I'm also kind of like, you know, you maybe have two tracks in a 25-track album that kind of references, like, you know, Donda, like the person, you know, who is your inspiration. Right. And, and again, like this just goes back to just like the haphazard nature of this album, you know, great point on Donda. Right. Cause I would make a fucked up argument where she had the strongest bars on there. Like that one thing where she's like, I, I didn't raise Connie to be a fool. Or just, there's a one part where they had her, where, where 
Because like two or three times we were to have her speaking on the album, there was one where the, she was speaking hard and shit. So I was like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hear some shit this next song. This next song is gonna be kind of like fuck y'all. Trump is my boy. Give me like you know you know what I'm saying? It's like the idea of where I again. I can't say I can celebrate, separate the art from the artists or the politics, but you have to give me a purpose for what's all happening. So like I said, when I heard that fucking one, like fucking sample of his mom's, which is kind of like speaking fucking rough, I'm like, all right, cool. Bring me somewhere. Where is this going? And we kind of collapsed right back to Jesus shit again, but like lukewarm Jesus shit. So it was just like, what's the goal here? What are we doing? Yeah. And then I, all of Kanye, Kanye's verses I felt had no substance, you know? Yes. Um, one exception, uh, I, th- yeah. I thought the the what the the one we talked about his relationship dis- the dissolving. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, towards yeah, the that, end. yeah, yeah. That yes, yeah. that one that that one's like was a really great Kanye verse. But for the most part, it was kind of like I see you haters, you know. Yeah, like, like I want to swipe the other way, blah blah blah. Um, while you have like little baby like really going in, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, or even even like the baby like. I, I don't agree with the baby. I think, you know, the baby should not be put on a pedestal. I feel like his, his views are obviously absurd. But, you know, like, if you want to come out and defend yourself, like, you might as well have some decent bars, you know. And I feel like Kanye, yeah, we didn't see a lot of that from Kanye, which I'm kind of surprised by. Um, just because I, I, I just kind of feel like this was his magnum opus. This is him saying, like, this is who I am. Um, he's not shy away from this before, but I kind of feel like he he kind of did. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then there was a uh, so I'm not a huge fan of the Breakfast Club <laughs> or anybody on it, but uh, somehow it kind of fell into my lap where I guess they were speaking on it and DJ interview was kind of going in, and he had an interesting point where because you know over the weekend the whole argument was the fact of where you know Kanye was just like you know I had the album done. And then, you know, I'm, I'm going to have the baby on it, but, you know, this version didn't have the baby. And then so apparently, initially, I guess whoever is in his camp kind of said that they reached out to the baby's management and the baby's management said no. And then I guess that Sunday, the baby's manager kind of copped on and said, hey, that's all lies. Nobody reached out to us, blah, blah, blah. Why would I not want to have my act on a Kanye West album, which is true. And then DJ Envy kind of pointed out where, you know, that's probably somebody on his team trying to save him on some like, oh, yeah, we called the baby and they wouldn't clear it and yada, yada, yeah. yada. Basically hoping that, you know, it would go under the radar, the album would come out without the baby on it, yada, 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 where everybody's kind of, you know, I guess, you know, yes, mending in the background, but still trying to make sure the ship kind of still floats. And you kind of, you, I guess that it felt like a lot of that where it's a lot of bad impulses and, and things not really working. And I think that's what's kind of weird about this is that, we're going hard. It's not a bad album. It's just mid, and it's hard to listen to. It's um, like I said. It's I'd rather listen to a really good swing and a miss. Like if Kanye was like, I'm coming out for polka album, and it's all horrible beats and this and that. I'd be like, look, it's terrible, but at least something's popping here. This is perfectly serviceable. If you're a fair weather Kanye West fan and he chopped this album in half and put it in, make it a 45 minute version and played it for somebody, they'd be like, all right, this is perfectly fine. It could play in the background of a brunch or something. But like, that's, that's about it. Like it's, it's kind of weird to kind of see somebody like an Artur who was just like, you know, you know, early on, you know, 
Labor registration. Yo, I want Fiona Apple's fucking producer to come over here and play all over this album. You know, it's not done yet. There's somebody where it's like, yo, I want to make an industrial lines nails album. You know, call up Gessa Felstein. Let's, let's have these crazy hard synths. There's somebody where it's like, yo, I want to make this orchestral fucking concept album. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be this fucking expansive shit. You know, call up fucking, you know, Raekwon and fucking Nicki Minaj. It's 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 weird seeing a guy who always swings for the fences just basically bunt the ball on this record. Yeah, no, definitely, and, and I think that that that's you know that's kind of the saddest thing. Like I, I feel like I'm I'm and I've been holding out hope, but I feel like we're never gonna get Darkness with Fantasy again. You know, um, maybe we'll get another Pablo because I do feel like Kanye has some more hits in him, but I don't think we're gonna have that like huge run from like you know um, college dropout to you know i mean like even you know and the, the album that I, uh was it? alien heartbreaks which i love when it came out i don't think it's aged well that's a swing for the fences yes. you know um and, and you know it's it's not an album for everybody but it was a concept it had a cohesion to it um, i don't think those albums are going to exist anymore from kanye and you know hopefully somebody can basically like essentially like sit him down and say like, Hey, you know, you can't have these like 30 track albums. Um, you know, if, if it was 12 tracks, I think it would be, it would be pre up there. Um, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I feel like this is, this is the new Kanye, you know? And, and like, I, I feel like he could even get away with it and call it art, right? Like him switching out different verses, whatever, like there's probably, you know, cause there's, like uh, Chris Brown was supposed to be on something. Soldier Boy is supposed to be on something. You know, he could he could sell those as NFTs, right? <laughs> like wow. there's a lot of like cool he things be, he could Jesus, do. Yeah, you know, um, with with this kind of crazy process that is now his process. And I think you know it's just not something. He, like I think this is just his process now, and these are just his albums, and this is just how we have to accept it. And I'm, I'm still kind of struggling with that, basically. Yeah, no, it's something where, and I don't, I don't know if it's because of the idea where going back to the idea of when, you know, you had the good music, like the good music Fridays. Was it good Fridays? Was it? Was it good music? Good Fridays. Good Fridays. Fridays, Yeah. Where, you know, you had this collaborative project. It's just a weird random reference. But what I thought was kind of fascinating was Queens of the Stone Age, right? Queens of the Stone Age has something they used to call Desert Sessions, where effectively they would invite all their favorite musicians to go to like Palm Springs, rent out a fucking place, and they would sit there and kind of hammer out music. And then you could hear like, you, you could see there, even though a lot of those songs were original to that fucking them playing around, they would also throw out new musical ideas and build on those. You could make the argument of Good Fridays that was them kind of getting together in the studio, hammering out ideas, and the best idea winning. It was a collaborative process. Here, like you said, is the idea of where Oh well, there's so random things here together because you got to figure you fly to you fly to locks out at three in the morning, and they land. They really can't do anything but just write a couple of bars. You know, yeah. they'll give you fire from their perspective. They could they'll bring you the sixteen you need, but they can't really add to the process. They can't really help with the song. You know, they're, they're just kind of there, almost like you know, they're they're for hire. And I think that's where it's happening here is the idea of where in the past it was really collaborative. It was kind of, kind of curating. It was everybody kind of putting out the good ideas, the bad ideas, consequence, whatever, whatever. And I think now it's very much like, all right, you know, just 
this this song's done. We've got we've got 16 verses. His verse is better than your verse. Put it on there. It's it's done. And I think that's what the issue here is also is that, you know, the story is the fact of where tabloid wise he's got a whole bunch of yes men around him. It felt like at least musically he had Kid Cudi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He had John Bryan. He had these collaborators to kind of help him there, and it feels like now at this stage of his career he doesn't have those musical collaborators anymore. It's just kind of him. You know, like this dumping shit from his hard drive and calling up random rappers to kind of fill in the gaps. A testimony to those rappers is they're all extremely talented individuals. So where, you know, you throw in a, a, a little baby, he's able to make some fucking emotional shit out of it. You throw in a West Side gun, he'll throw out, throw out shit about shooting you in the fucking face. <laughs> but it's like they'll do something with it in their wheelhouse. I think the idea of kind of building up a song from scratch leaning all these guys up and put it together, it's not going to happen. I think it's kind of sad where you'll never have a moment like, you know, Nicki Minaj kind of destroying through fucking Monster. Yeah. You're never going to have a moment where if like, you know, Watch the Thrones where Jay-Z is just kind of like swagging on people. It's very much like, even that Jay-Z first was mid. And this is somebody who had something to say because a year ago on that fucking Jay Electronica record, like, or even, Jay, well, we'll quote Jay, Jay Electronica in a second on his fucking verses, but... You know, Jay-Z was swagging a little bit at the Jay Electronica record. He was back. He was angry. He was pissed off about the NFL. So it sucks for him to kind of show up here and just kind of throw in a regular verse. But then you figure he probably got a call on Tuesday morning. Also, I'm like, put in the verse and by fucking, you know, noon. You know what I'm saying? It sucks. Yeah, although I have to say that the, that was probably the most surprising feature uh, on the album to me. Um, like having Jay-Z like, come, kind of come in. But it wasn't Watch the Throne, right? It wasn't yes. them in the booth, in the Mercer, like, doing the damn thing. It's literally, yeah, you're right. Like, Jay-Z, like, <laughs> recording on his iPhone <laughs> <laughs> and sending it over. Um, but, yeah, no, you're right. It, it, it definitely feels like the, like everything's interchangeable, basically. Like, every like the verses, the beats, the hooks. Yes. Like, like he's just, like, you know, like, cutting and pasting, basically. Um, on a large scale and again like there's probably a world where something like this could work and it could be like really amazing and you you know, like like i would love to see something where like kanye's just like dropping a new like remit like mix of something like like every like few weeks right like the mix you heard it's kind of like pablo like you heard the early mixes and then like they disappeared <laughs> and then Bro, like I you know <laughs> i i have fucking somewhere buried in the hard drive i've got like four different versions of pablo like as he's yeah. working on it yeah and like that could be amazing that couldn't be that could be a really amazing concept that could tell you a lot about like music and it being ephemeral and like since we don't own our music anymore right like like <laughs> you know kanye has the right to change it change it and switch it up but um we're not getting that i think this is just like base level kanye and yeah, you know, uh, yeah, uh, it sucks to the people who were supposed to be on the album and woke up on Friday and saw that they were on the album and they're not getting their ass cap. Like, that's actually a big deal. Yeah, I was surprised that Soldier Boy being angry, Chris Brown, people Chris were Brown, angry. Soldier Boy, they're, uh, they're counting on that check, baby. They were like, God yeah. damn it. Apparently there's a guy and I, I forgot who the, the person was because they deleted their their tweet, but there's some like somebody big in like that camp was like, yo, there's gonna be a ton of artists who are gonna be pissed. They're gonna look at their BMI and they're not gonna have that writing credit, their production credit, like that whatever. Um, so it's not just those two. I think those two are like the were the most vocal, but I think it's just, there's a I, I feel like there's a bunch of artists kind of taking the L right now. <laughs> Dang. 
it's like, and not to be like, like again, I, I know for a lot of these artists, like a Chris Brown, I don't think he's going to be like in, a, in the poor box, but it must kind of suck to get the call up, flown out there, land in fucking Wyoming, you know, put your heart out. You're like, yeah, I'm going to be on the Kanye West album. And then it's like, womp, womp. Well, like, uh, what was it? Aunt Clemens was supposed to be on uh, the one track and then he got replaced with Weekend, which happens in every album release. Yes, agreed. <laughs> you Across know, but. You don't hear the original track and then you hear like, you know, like like the original track is never like like public. Right. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of that stuff happening. Um, so. <laughs> but again, that's the risk you take in the in the in the new Kanye era. You yeah. know, um, I guess maybe we try to end on a positive note. Do you have like two or two tracks you recommend maybe on it? Uh, so I, I love Hurricane. Um, Hurricane's I, good. I love Believe What I Say. Um, you know, I love uh, like the West Side Gun track just because it's it's basically a West Side Gun track. Sometimes um, you need Jesus to help you with the shooters. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I love Junior, and not because yeah. it's a great track, but it, it passed the car test. Yeah, like, Junior it, goes hard. Yeah, it goes hard. It, it passed the car. T- it, it's kind of like a Watch the Throne. It's like you need to get amped up kind of track, um, and and. Like I, Jesus Part Two and Jello Part Two, like all the Part Twos, I think like are marginally better than the Part Ones. Yeah. Um, but 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 Jell is, I think, you know, I won't get probably get canceled, but like it's a solid track. Um, and Jesus Part Two, I think was great. So same. What about like, you? Junior for me, Junior for me is a big one. I like God Breathes, but that's Kanye. I, I obviously, like I said, it's, it feels like a, uh, a Jesus bite, which is my favorite Kanye record. Um. I think Jail is very interesting because I think if there's any theme on the song, I felt like Jail's probably like the centerpiece. Mm. Like the problem is that, you know, like it's because it's, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's the idea of where, you know, because you got to figure that as far as, as far as what Donna represents is the idea of where if you had to go do the whole academic thing, you know, name that for his mother who died. He's going to a divorce. He's in his Jesus phase. You know, Jill kind of carries the both things of where, you know, like, I'm trying to be saved, but I'm in a fucking bad place. So it's like, I think that's like, if there's anything in the album, I think that's the best at a point. I think it's probably the best showcase of the album. The problem is, like you said, is it's, it doesn't really hit the way it's supposed to hit. And it's kind of like, it's it's all right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, I think Jill is probably, like, if I had to recommend the album, I'd probably say Jill is probably the closest to it overall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, I guess we'll talk about music we actually like this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah as far as new music is concerned uh what do we what do we like uh what, what uh, like what other like do you have time to listen to other music i don't jesus christ <laughs> jesus. i man and i did it i did it a couple of times but it was it was rough it yeah. was it was it was grocery errands it was like walking the dog it, it was like working at my computer it was it was definitely definitely for like climbing up the mountain of Sauron and shit. It's Lord is, of the Rings shit. Yes, I was gonna say it's the Lord of the Rings of hip hop, basically. <laughs> but uh, all right, so records I actually liked. I want to shout out two, but I'll start start for my first one. Um, a couple of weeks back, Bully James dropped a project with the Alchemist. This is not their first project. It's not even their second project. Um, last year, Bully James dropped four records. One of them was also an Alchemist record. Um, I believe technically, technically right now he's on Griselda. I'm not 100% sure. I, I do know he's all over the West Side Gun album that just dropped, which is also pretty good, but it's a side story. I'll say that for next week. Um, but yeah, so long story short, this is the third time we've got Alchemist and fucking and Boldy James. 
should be paint by the numbers, should be business as usual. But it's fucking really good. And it's kind of hard to kind of say why. I can say this much until I was forced to listen to this record because, you know, Virgin Stone out here taking the hits for y'all listeners out there so that way you don't have to suffer the way we have to. But I've been listening to it on loop, and I, I think it's what's happening with this record as opposed to the other ones is, as good as they are, you've got Alchemist making what Alchemist does, like these very ominous type loops, but it's almost a playfulness there where the loops always end the way they're supposed to. It's, it's like subtle tweaks where there's, there's certain, certain things kind of out of sync, and so it adds to the ominous of it. And also Bowley James is becoming a much more confident, and I'll say storyteller. Where he's somebody where he's got his monotone voice and it's very like this and it sounds like this and it sounds like this. When he actually listens to the words, it's pretty kind of insane what he's describing, you know. And it's very vivid. It's very much like, you know, I'm in the car, we're on the off ramp, there's a cop behind us. You know, he's pulling us over, pulling me over, but thankfully he's pulling me over because the drugs are in the car behind. You know what I'm saying? It's very vivid imagery. So it's something where, for some reason, it is both in the zone. You got these two dudes, MC, rapper, producer, all in the fucking same kind of sphere. And it's, I think it's one of my favorite rap albums of the year. It's just, it's just a great work. Yeah, so I and I definitely like I, I can't say I can I listen to enough to like make a, a review, but from you know what I heard, which is kind of like uh, maybe half the album, I I was very impressed. I mean, Alchemist, I feel like I I love the Alchemist revival. I, I feel like oh. Alchemist is I mean at <laughs> it's at the pinnacle of his career right now. Um, and I know a lot of people might disagree with me, but I I feel like he's been just throwing out fire. He's in a, a comfort zone that I, I, you know, that most producers I, I think will be envious to get to. Right. Yes. It, it just seems in, it seems easy. Yes. <laughs> the tracks he's putting out. Um, and I know they're not. Um, and Boldly James, I, I think like uh, you're right. The, like the storytelling is really interesting. I love storytelling hip hop. I, I feel like, um, you know, just creating a scene and, and creating a cast of characters, I think is, is, is a skill. And I, I, I wouldn't say it's a dying skill, but like not a lot of people can do it like effortlessly. So you know, I, I definitely, you know, we'll, we'll finish listening to this album now that Kanye's out the way. <laughs> um, you know, and, and definitely kind of like like check it out because I, I, I feel like I mean, when you work with Alchemist at this point, like like you, it's hard to take an L. You know? Yeah. So he'll he'll carry you, but like I said, in this case, Bowley Dames does good work. So you know, props to both of them. I'm happy to kind of clicked up. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you want to go, go next? Huh? And then the, the, well, here, let me let me <clears throat> let me let me let me, let me do this correctly. All right, let me let me get uh, let me get my little my little white hip hop, you know, reviewer voice going on. So um, also we've got uh, Tanya Morgan. You know, on the on the opposite side of the boomback oh, yeah. spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Tanya Morgan. On on the opposite side, you know, who you you've got Alchemist and Boldy James setting a street savvy palette of crime and drugs and inner city poverty. You've got Donovan Vaughn showing the opposite side. You know, what happens when you hit? You know, when you're able to escape the streets. You know, when you're able to celebrate, look back in your career. You know, you've you've escaped the the, the muggings, the Crips and Bloods. The what else? What 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 are the what other things we've? I guess white reviewers kind of kind of love talking about <laughs> the, the Chicago drill crime scene. Chicago the drill, baby I guess. Mamas. What else? The baby mamas. 
And he said, you know, looking at looking backwards as rap elder Stephen, you know, Donna Vaughn are out there putting in spectacular work, you know, she, you know, I get well, maybe what else? What was the last one where it's like not rapping about guns, drugs and money, even though they sometimes rap about guns, drugs and money, not <laughs> rapping about gun, drugs and money, but have evolved into a higher, wider state of proper hip hop. There it is. <laughs> Roll, Rolling Stone, holler, holler. Oh, man. Uh, uh, long, I, long, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, long story short, you know, St. Tiny Morgan dropped the record. Donna Vaughn, if you know, you know. They've been putting out the solid-ass hip-hop for a long time. Um, this is probably one of my favorite records they've done. What I like about it, though, specifically, is that it's rare to hear... I don't know how to describe it. You know, hip hop loves to brag. You know, everybody who ever picks up a microphone is always the best MC ever, and they'll let you know. It's yeah. a tried and true tradition in hip hop. What I like about Don and Vaughn is that, and it's going to sound a weird kind of allegory, it almost sounds Rick Rossing in a way, where Rick Rossing is very much like, it's like, you know, I, I am such a, on such a high pillar, I'm able to sit back and enjoy the fruits of my labor. And so I'm not going to say to capture that exactly, but there's a certain level of like, hey, we've been in here long enough. You know, we've done everything we had to, you know, our legacy is cemented. Like, you know, we're here, we're doing it for the fun of it. it this is, is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We, and what I love about it is it kind of comes really to head in the, the last track, like the after school special, where it's just like they kind of chop up that uh, KRS-One. We're here forever, but it just like yeah. just hitting that fucking sample trigger button. And it's the idea of where, hey, we've kind of like hit this fucking, you know, we got this rapping, rapping shit on lock. So it's just like, you know, tracks like fucking Tiny in the Sky of Diamonds is a great beat flip. It's, it's just great dope hip hop. And it's also kind of cool kind of hearing like, and then, you know, not being, you know, silly anymore. Like, you know, looking at fucking what Alchemist and fucking Bull James are doing. We're looking at what like Don Avon are doing. It's kind of like the same coin almost. Whereas it's like, hey, these guys are doing what they're doing out of the love of hip hop that they grew up with, and and on both records you kind of feel like the like, oh shit, like this is some dope. You know, you could just tell they were like Arshidis Flames when they fucking left the booth. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's kind of cool about this record too. Whereas it's like, is these guys know the music on a high level, like performing on a very high level? It's just like it's just dope shit. Yeah, no, definitely. So you know, the funny thing is, I listened to this album a couple of weeks ago and my old man brain kicked in. I thought we talked about this album in the podcast. <laughs> so I wasn't going to bring it up. And I guess we did not. <laughs> but no, you know, like, like, like here's what I want to say about, uh, like Tanya Morgan. Like I, I, you know, they've been around for 15 years. If you know, you know, and, and I feel like it, it's, it's definitely like a, 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 a hip hop that I, I feel like, I wouldn't say it's underappreciated, but I, I do feel like the, there's it's it's definitely old in the vein of old school hip hop, but it definitely has some like new school chops. But it's also like so different um, that I, I you know I for me it's like this is like if I was a rapper I'd probably be Don Vaughn, um, you know. And, and this album I think was like really complete in just kind of the way that like. It, you look at like their first album and this album is kind of like a, a, a I won't say a victory lap, but like it's all I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't even say like a bookend, but it's just like it's in the vein of what they've been doing in in the past, but also too like um, you can tell like you know we're all getting older, you know you can tell there's a maturity there, you can tell like there's you know just kind of like a, um, a leveling up 
of, of, of a lot of different things. The production I thought was dope. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I definitely feel you. Like this is just, it's like hip hop that feels like fits like a glove, basically. You know, it's just like a like it, to me. Like every time I listen to a Tanya Morgan album, it's just like it's just like hanging with friends. Yeah. Know? And and, and, the thing, yeah. and it's and it's and it's and it's technically like spectacular. So it's not like it's it's half assed, but it's like one of those things where it's like you know. I mean, this is a bad fucking example because Lord knows they stole the wrist. But it's like watching like Led Zeppelin and shit. It's like you're watching like a band at a very high level where you know those those guitar riffs are crazy, those solos are crazy. But when he's playing, looking at him on stage, it's like yeah, whatever. It's just another Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. And I think that's the thing too. It's like they they like they do this, but they're not you know like. Like the group name is Tanya Morgan. Like it's like it, it, they, they've always tried to askew what it means to be a hip hop rapper by also, but also making great hip hop, right? And I think like like that 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 kind of dichotomy will always exist. And um, and yeah, no, it's just it, it, it's very it's like like I said, it's just like I I I feel like for the people who who really mess with them. This is just like a like the icing on the on the cake, basically. Yeah, you know. So yeah, no, uh, it's dope victory lap. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. Um, and I think for me, like I, I don't really have anything new. Um, I listened to the Leah albums on a road trip, and oh, whew, AJ ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> My, whew. um, I, I I will say that um. <laughs> That is uh is not aging well. Um, that was a that was a hard listen, um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I I did that. Um, I I I will shout out the new Baby Keem. Like it's not an album, but that track is going like fire for me. Yes, um, and and that is and that that's actually getting me more excited for hip hop than Kanye. Um, to be honest, uh, that one track with, with Kendrick on there, um, you know, they're, they're kind of uniting as cousins. Uh, they're Voltroning together. Um, it's just making, making me like really excited. Um, and then I'll also like shout out like really quickly, uh, Cleo Soul's new album, uh, Mother. Yes. Which is a great, great album. I love Cleo Soul. Most of you know, I think like basically... Um, she's been doxxed as the, <laughs> the <laughs> singer behind uh, Salt. Um, but she put out a new album. Um, it's all about motherhood. It's a really cool behind the scenes where, like, she recorded most of it with her baby, like, kind of, like, in her arms, which is really cool. Um, so that's a really cool shout-out as well. Uh, so check that album out. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, no, Clear Soul is great. I listen, gave it a listen to it. It's, it's cool. Again, like I said, it's cool listening to people kind of have a concept and putting effort behind their work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of half-assing it. No shots yeah. fired. Definitely, definitely. Uh, but uh, as usual, this is where we end. Redstone love you. You know, we love you like Jesus loves Kanye. You know what I'm saying? We want y'all to be safe. You know, follow your protocols. Get vaxxed. Wear a mask. You know what I'm saying? You know, still periodically, you know, rub your little nasty asses with some fucking, you know, you know, hand sanitizer, you know, wash for 20 seconds, you know, obey everything, you know what I'm saying? Be safe out there. <laughs> we still out here in the pandemic, fam. We're, we're still in the trying. panini. We're still we're in the panini. Still in the panini. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.